0: so hello everyone i want to welcome all of you to h2 tech talk the podcast series for h2 tech magazine the hydrogen technology journal from gulf energy information now my name is lee nichols and i'm the host of h2 tech talk today and today we're going to be talking with thorsten Harder, who's the product manager hydrogen mobility and energy at burkhart compression and we're going to be speaking with him regarding of course compression technologies especially within the hydrogen sector now, before we get started with the discussion, I would like to remind everyone that you can subscribe to H2 Tech Talk uh, for more expert discussions on technology and trends in the hydrocarbon sector. It's an easy thing to do. All you have to do is click on the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or Blueberry. So with that, without further ado, I want to welcome in our special guest, Thorson. How are you doing today?
1: Thanks. Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you for this interview. Thank you so much.
0: Absolutely. Well, listen, we really want to thank you for giving us a couple minutes of your time, especially to discuss this crucial topic that's going on in our industry. I guess before we dive into the questions, can, can you tell the listeners a little bit more about what Burkhart Compression does? Yes, of course. Um, yeah, Boca
1: Compression is, uh, is a company that, as the name says, uh, is uh, focusing on compressor, compression, compressing gases. We are compressing uh, gases or we produce compressors that compress gases in a lot of industries nowadays in in the petrochemical industry, in the uh, refinery uh, segment, in industrial gas segment, we are very uh, well known in the marine uh, segment where we compre- compress uh, uh, gas in gas tankers, for example, uh, also cryogenic gases. And uh, we have uh, recently uh, uh, noticed that the hydrogen uh, sector is uh, is changing, so uh, we are now also focusing on the trend of decarbonizing the industry, the society, mobility, and energy.
0: Excellent. So that's actually a great segue into into my next question, and a lot of the questions we're going to get to today. And and I guess to start off is is kind of a, a more broad question. So, what is the state? of hydrogen as a fuel today? And of course, what is the outlook for the future?
1: Well, that's a very good question. Uh, I think we can talk a bit where the hydrogen comes today um, or where is it used today. Today, hydrogen is mainly used in chemical and petrochemical industries. It's a big bunch of hydrogen uh, that is used for uh, producing uh, uh, hydrocarbon fuels, for example, in refineries. Uh, in desulfurization, hydro treating, hydro, uh, um, uh, hydrogen is used uh, very very broad in chemical and uh, food industry as well. Uh, it is produced today by steam methane reforming. Uh, steam methane reforming emits a lot of uh, CO2, which is not very popular nowadays. Nine kilos per per uh, kilo of hydrogen is released to the atmosphere when you use steam reformers as we do it today. it will be a good step forward if we could reduce the carbon footprint of these industries significantly so the target for the future will be to reduce the carbon footprint by different means producing hydrogen without co2 emissions what is the best suitable h2 production technology depends mainly on the eco environmental parameters so where do you need uh, the the hydrogen Uh, uh, what kind of feedstock is available uh, what are the conditions for how, how cheap is electricity these kind of uh, factors are are very important so the three most relevant ways of hydrogen producing uh, production is as we discussed already steam methane reforming and when you do that without uh, co2 emissions you can uh, do carbon capture and storage resulting in our so called blue hydrogen Uh, Hydrogen uh, production by water electrolysis from renewable power is the green hydrogen and uh, methane pyrolysis is something that is not very uh, established yet, uh, uh, but uh, may come soon. So the blue hydrogen, uh, as we discussed, will certainly be produced at places where methane is available. It is uh, and, and low-cost opportunities of storage of lo- large quantities of CO2 is also available. This is the case in areas where oil and gas wells are producing methane, and where CO2 is can be catch, captured and stored cost-efficiently into the depleted wells, probably nearby. I would bet that in the Middle East, in the areas of the U.S. Gulf Coast and in the North Sea, there will be some chances to build up blue hydrogen production, or to convert existing SMR-produced uh, hydrogen and convert it into uh, blue hydrogen. Where you have too expensive uh, transport transport patterns to transport the CO2 to, to storage reservoirs, this certainly doesn't work. This doesn't make sense. At places where you have large uh, capacities of relatively cheap renewable energy, you will uh, uh, see a lot of electrolysis plant. Electrolysis plant. The economies of scale in wind energy and photovoltaic have driven down the levelized cost of energy to a quite attractive level in the recent years. Prices below five cents per kilowatt hour or even below two cents per kilowatt hour have been established. Last but not least, as mentioned, uh, there are a variety of research projects running that work on so-called purple hydrogen. In this case, you can split methane by pyrolysis into hydrogen and solid carbon and solid carbon is much more easy to handle than than uh, carbon dioxide and this is the way how you can use methane without emitting carbon dioxide. A few of these research projects uh, will end in products maybe within the next four or seven years and provide a solution to locally produced carbon emission-free hydrogen. And This you can do with uh, pipeline methane, or you can make it out of LNG. This makes sense at places where you neither have access to renewable energy, nor a chance to capture and store CO two, but where methane is available, as mentioned by pipeline or as LNG. So the conclusion is, we will see a mix of hydrogen production technologies. The preferred technology, the preferred technology used, if it's blue. Green or purple hydrogen will depend on the eco-environmental conditions. You find where you need the hydrogen.
0: Okay, so where are we going to be using the hydrogen in the future?
1: The answer from my point of view is, in the long term, probably everywhere. In the first step, we will see hydrogen entering the markets that provide the best price per kilogram of hydrogen. Of course, uh, supported by subsidies, region by region in a different way. This will be the hydrogen used as the fuel for mobility and transport. Here we will see different solutions for energizing mobility, such as truck transport, train, buses, shipping, and even aviation. A few cars will also be powered by hydrogen when fueling infrastructure is available and when long range and rapid fueling is a value to the client. For shorter distance, battery electric power supply, which are the most efficient solutions, will be preferred still. But when range, battery weight or charging time of battery electrical solutions compromises the business case of the vehicle, the fuel pattern will change to different solution. I think pressurized hydrogen can then provide a better energy density, faster fueling and less weight impact than batteries. This is of course, this of course comes for the cost of reduced well-to-well efficiency. But it is possible to store, for example, one or two megawatt hours of electrical energy in a pressurized hydrogen tank on a truck without compromising payload. At the same time, this quantity of energy can be fueled within 10 to 15 minutes. This would be impossible if you would try this with a battery electric vehicle. For some application, even higher energy density for long ranges or longer ranges than provided by pressurized hydrogen are needed these applications may be long haul trans- truck transport uh, larger than 1000 kilo- kilometers per tankful or mid-range mid-size shipping for example one week traveling the energy d- density can then be improved by 30% li- using liquid hydrogen unfortunately liquid hydrogen is not easy to handle at minus 253 degrees Celsius and the highly insulated tank may be too bulk or too heavy for some applications like long distance shipping. Also the handling of boil off gas may be a critical item for some applications. These applications may prefer another easier to handle and store fuel like ammonia. Ammonia is considered as ship fuel replacing the hydrocarbon fuels in the coming years. If energy density and space must be further improved, for example, in in transcontinental aviation, synthetic fuels like synthetic kerosene made of renewable compounds would provide the equivalent properties of fossil kerosene. Further errors, of course, will be the decarbonization of CO2-intensive industries. Pilot projects for steel, direct reduction, and fertilizer production with green, blue, or purple hydrogen are on their way. CO taxes, CO2 taxes, carbon reduction regulations, and intensives are available or should be provided. When we discuss what are the products that we will see, there will be a manifold of products in the future produced from green, blue, or purple hydrogen.
0: All right, so let's move on to uh, your, of course, your expertise here in compression systems. So I'm kind of curious, what is the role of compressor systems and hydrogen mobility and energy applications? Well, uh, it's, um,
1: as I mentioned before, there are different products produced, packaged, transported, and, and and fueled, transported and fueled. The good news for Boker compression as a compressor maker is that at all the processes, compressors with different re- requirements are needed. When it comes to blue hydrogen production, there are some compressors needed for hydrogen purification, but also for CO2 sequestration and storage. When it comes to green produced hydrogen compressors for pipeline injection, trailer filling of compressors to feed an ammonia plant, LH2 plants, synthetic fuel production plants are needed. For high pressure trailer filling and fueling applications, high pressure compressors are needed these compressors have to compress the hydrogen up to 350 or 700 bar tank pressure. What most of these applications have in common is the need for highly pure hydrogen that should not be contaminated with any content of oil or other liquids. Those contaminants may compromise the quality of the hydrogen or products downstream of these compressors. Also some equipment like fuel cells are sensitive to contamination with these liquids and oil free high pure hydrogen is a must. What these applications also have in in common is the need for high reliability and availability. Compressors with long maintenance cycles to minimize cost of maintenance and repair. Maintenance costs as a significant part of the hydrogen product costs must be as low as possible and to improve competitiveness of the hydrogen. Walker compression as a specialist for diaphragm compressors and piston compressors has developed solutions that can support this cost only.
0: So are different compression solutions used for high pressure energy storage, hydrogen pipeline feed and hydrogen liquefaction?
1: Yes, in fact, there are huge differences. Depending on the specified pressure level, The specified mass flows and the requirements on purity of the hydrogen compressed different technologies can be selected. Especially different compressor solutions are maybe applicable when hydrogen applications downstream of the compressor do or do not accept the contamination of hydrogen with oil and
0: other liquids. How do oil-free high-pressure compressors help meet the highest hydrogen purity standards? And of course, why is that important?
1: Well, when high purity of hydrogen is mandatory, the best idea is to avoid any contact of hydrogen with the oil. It is challenging and costly to remove the oil from the hydrogen as soon as it it has entered the system. Therefore, we prefer to deploy oil-free compression technology. For lower pressure applications, such as liquefied hydrogen plant feed compressors, the pressure levels are not too demanding, but high, high reliability and long, maintenances, uh, long maintenance intervals are required. Worker compression has proven that under similar conditions, the mean time between overhaul of an oil-free compressor can be extended from market standard 8,000 hours to 24,000 hours, which is a major step. Let's um, During durability trials with a client, 27,000 hours of accumulated operation hours have been achieved, setting a new industrial benchmark, resulting in reduced downtime and maintenance costs. This performance was possible when using Burkhardt's compressions proprietary last, latest high-end persistent material for the wear parts the cylinder and ceiling guide ring.
0: So let's go ahead and move now to challenges with this. So what are some challenges regarding high pressure compression and hydrogen purity?
1: The most demanding applications that we see is the high pressure hydrogen trailer filling and fueling. Discharge pressures of 450 to 900 bar are needed and highest level of hydrogen purity is asking for compression technology that makes sure that hydrogen does not at all get in contact with, the, with any lubricant like oil. Oil-free and high-pressure compression at the same time is the challenge here. For this, the well-known diaphragm compressor technology works fine. But due to the geometry of the compression system, this technology has limitations in mass flow. Therefore, it is suitable for smaller and medium-sized fuel station and trailer filling applications. When scaling up, though, the hydrogen trailer logistics and fueling, the use of multiple diaphragm compressors compressors is not preferred. This would result in a linear increase of capex, maintenance costs and required space. The preferred alternative, therefore, is to use vertical piston compressors. These piston compressors provided by Borkel compression are operated with oil-free piston and packing sealing systems to maintain high hydrogen purity. Due to the advantages geometry of these machines, high mass flows at the required high pressures can be achieved with less equipment involved. Borker compression has proven piston compressors that can operate oil-free at up to 550 bar. With this technology we can support future future higher flow hydrogen trailer filling and fuel station projects targeting 8,000 to 12,000 hours maintenance intervals. This performance has been demonstrated at a trailer filling station that is operating in Frankfurt since 2001. For pressures above 550 bar, the diaphragm compressor is offering the right oil-free compression alternative. Taking over the hydrogen at this pressure levels helps to maintain the amount of deployed compressors as small as possible. This is resulting in an advantage in CAPEX, maintenance costs and need of installation space.
0: So how can high flow hydrogen fuel stations and hydrogen compression be optimized in the future?
1: Well, we think that the selection of the right technology for the different required mass flows and pressure levels is crucial. When sizes increase to one to 3000 kilos of hydrogen per day, the diaphragm compressor solution may face the sweet spot of this product. At large and very large hydrogen trailer filling and fuel station applications, up to 550 bar compressor discharge pressure and above four tons per day, the vertical oil-free piston compressor is the preferred solution. Considering the advantage in optimized capex, cost for maintenance and reduced footprint. At higher discharge pressures than 550 bar, nowadays a combination of compressor technologies can be used. Piston compressors can be deployed up to 550 bar, above 550 bar. diaphragm compressor technology should be considered as the preferred solution. Bokel compression can help clients that plan hydrogen trailer and fuel stations on both of these solutions.
0: That was fantastic. So again, we cannot thank you enough for your insights today and coming on uh, to H2 Tech Talk to give us a couple minutes of your time to discuss this, this crucial topic, which is becoming more and more popular uh, as the, as the days move on. So, of course, we really want to thank you for coming on. And of course, we really want to thank all of you for listening to another installment of H2 Tech Talk.